0: The Sniffer Guess what I did last night? What? I'm batching it right now, my partner's away. I stayed up, I watched True Romance, The Director's Cut, Mm-hmm. I watched Mad Men Season 4, the first episode, mm-hmm. four times. <laughs> You are mainlining I'm it.
1: Totally, on Don
0: Tom Draper <laughs> and Betty. Totally. And I didn't get up until 1 o'clock.
1: This afternoon. <laughs> oh. 1 p.m. Kathleen Baum. You're lazy, so and so. What would your Scots ancestors say about that? Oh, oh. oh,
0: they
1: have oh wow. Been happy. I would do that if I could sleep in that late. Oh, I felt so good. I you bet. Know, you know, look but... very peppy. I am happy. I should get up after... for five hours. <laughs> you can't. I should <laughs> know what have... time I woke up this morning. 6.30 in the morning. Do you always get up at that time? Yes. I hate
0: that. I hate the morning. <laughs> I had a meeting. That's probably why I had to sleep until 1. I had a meeting the day before, and I had to be up at 8. And I was so, my body clock was so mm. thrown off. Because like, I do my prime work between 5 and 9 at night. Really? Yes. And then I eat at 9. Anyway, I found something today online that I thought I would hate, <laughs> but I really, really liked, it and I thought it was incredibly smart, and it's definitely worth going to take a look at it. It's called Levi, as in Levi Jeans, the Levi Workshop. They've been very clever in that they've seen that people now want to have a sense of agency over creating things themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what you look at. And this is something you've been talking about forever. The DIY thing and all that. Exactly, and hacking stuff, and knitting, and sewing, and blah, blah, blah. You know, they (laughs) want to create their own. People still want to be creative. So you go to this site. It's, in, um, it's on Valencia Street, which it seems where everything happens on Valencia Street mm. in San Francisco. San Francisco. And it appears that there's an actual store that you can go to if you live there. But if you want to go virtually, you can go and you can create a bandana, style, like stylize your very own bandana. You can create a, ca- a calendar. You can create uh, your very own dance playlist.
1: You can also- Because um, there's like a printmaking yeah. workshop or something. Like you learn this. it's not just, you know, you don't just order it online, like you- No, no you have skills, to create right? it yourself.
0: Yeah. But then the other thing that you do though, is that you compete with other people to see who can come up with the best dance playlist. Mm-hmm. So you have that competition thing, mm-hmm. and then you also have um, the, the chance to create a, you know your own virtual bandana. Now, the only thing I'm not sure is, is that if you could have it sent to you, that's one thing. That I didn't find the site that easy to navigate in that mm-hmm. regard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I liked how um, collaborative it was. But the thing that was really smart is on the very top, you're allowed to go there and play in this store... Because it really is a store, Nora, because at the top, it links to the women's brand, men's yeah, brand, yeah. kids' brands, and you can do all of your shopping there at
1: the same time. I thought from a branding perspective, it was um, there was a lot of interesting stuff going on there. Obviously, they're tying, it, they're tying it to this whole sort of work has value, good, honest craftsmanship type of uh, yeah. idea, which obviously ties really nicely into a legacy brand like an old pair of jeans and stuff like that. So I thought, from that point of view, it was really smart. I also thought, not exactly in the workshop part, but there were other parts where they had a lot of really interesting artists doing um, cover tunes of songs that that were personally influential to them or something like that, like that you could download for free and things like that. Oh, I didn't even see that. Another example of the whole idea of branded content rather than um, advertising placed in the middle of a television show, connecting the advertising with the actual content. Um, I thought that was really interesting, although I have to say that because of that connection between the good, honest craftsmanship and the value of work kind of thing, because that was another theme that was there, I found myself really wondering, okay, how much do Levi's workers get paid and where Where are the factories? And it kind of—and I don't know the answer to that. Neither do I. It may be that they are all made in America or whatever, or they may be union shops. I have no idea. But it did make me think of like—you have to be very careful when you do those kinds of things because, a, tying it to you know authenticity, but b, sort of making it this kind of social media participatory thing because if you're not walking the walk. Yeah, you can't have you your can jeans get, made in
0: sweatshops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So talking. it was kind
1: of an interesting thing that way. The other thing that I did think when I was looking for uh, more information on Levi's was I came across something that uh, Levi's is actually launching a brand new line this fall, and they're launching it in China, for specifically for the Chinese market because there's such a big, middle-class Chinese market, and there's that's specifically where they're going. They're not, And I think they said it's the first time that a new line has launched outside of North America.
0: So well, did, the, did the jeans look different? or was it? I lo- don't know. They didn't say. Oh, that would be interesting
1: yeah. to see how they would market it in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So I have a thing of um, something that I thought was kind of a clever, clever app. It's called Cloud yeah. Music. It's an app for the iPhone uh, or the iPad or, or the touch. You take MP3s that you have and you store them in a Google Docs account, which, of course, is free and has a huge amount of storage. So essentially what they're doing is piggybacking on the fact that this giant behemoth Google has, you know, these server farms galore and can make enormous amounts of data uh, freely available to a lot of people. There's certain like logistical things around it, like you can't stream it live because it's, yeah. it's got to basically like download onto your phone or whatever first and then play it. But I thought, what a clever and slightly wicked technology just to sort of piggy- piggyback on top of Google Docs like that and made me wonder what Google was thinking. But the, the other thing that surprised me more about uh, about the article was that they mentioned just in passing that Google has a rumored music service. Yes. Which I had, to, had no idea. So I poked around a little bit about that and they're looking at maybe the end of this year to launch um, Google Music as a um, subscription-based paid service. Which I thought, I mean, I have to say, I don't know if subscription-based will work, to be honest with you, but I... I have to say, like the more the bigger and more powerful Apple gets, the more I am happy to have Google to keep Google. them in check. Yeah, it's like their Mothra to Apple's Godzilla. Okay. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just like that. I don't know why, but I like the idea of it. I don't like any, even though I spend a hideous amount of money uh, at the iTunes Store. <laughs> I've never liked the idea that my music is just on my computer. But the fact that I could back it up and have everything in a cloud, in the cloud music store as well, mm-hmm. it would be I think that would be worth it to me, to actually to be able to store my library somewhere like that. Yeah, it said that basically right now with the Google, you get one gigabyte of storage for documents, which is basically enough for 24 albums. Mm-hmm. But then after that, you can pay up about $5 a year, it says here, for 20 gigabytes of storage. Right. Or, or and then you can pay even more. So you could have your whole entire collection in cloud music.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty neat. They have a little write-up about it at Wired. We'll have a link to it at... Uh... At our blog, and I, th- I just thought it was really, really, really clever. But yeah, what, what, would you guys go for a subscription model for music? I am very curious to see, like, Spotify, if it ever comes to North America, I think would clean up because they have a free ad based one and a premium one that you pay for. Come to the blog for links to these stories and more. The sniffer.net. Join the discussion. People are actually commenting. They which are. Makes us very, very happy. Yeah. We have to go too. <laughs> yes. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.